You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. It's July 27th, 2023, and you're watching the PHP Ugly Podcast. If this is your first time watching us or listening to us, welcome. We are three real-world developers who record a podcast that focuses on PHP and the PHP community. We stream live every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Pacific Time. And you too can be part of that live stream by joining us in our Discord, a great place to hang out. Discord runs all week long, but during this special time of the week, they become part of the show. And uh, you are welcome to join us as well, but you got to watch the live stream to, to participate. Uh, the show is made a little better thanks to a couple of sponsors, PHP Storm and HoneyBadger.io, as well as our supporters on Patreon. Wow, I think I did everything. That that's really weird. All right, let me introduce. I'm that's what I forgot to introduce myself. I'm Eric Van Johnson. And with me tonight, he's a CEO by day, a MPC side hustle by night, John Congdon. I have no clue what that means, but I think our podcast should now be called What? <laughs> and our other host. A reclusive gorophobe by day and a reclusive gorophobe with a podcast by night. Tom, right out. <laughs> I'm not reclusive. Gang, 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 gang. Mm, ice cream's so good. Gang, gang. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? NPC, NPC. Man, that's like uh, the worst. Mm. The worst trend to come out of social media in the last well, ten years. It's not even a trend. It's like way people are making non-player character. Living. Isn't that what that means? Yeah. So that's what they do. They apparently there's like this Thank service you, you can Thank you, Edwards. Thank you, Frank Wallen. Gang gang. <laughs> apparently there's like this service you can sign up for and like Oh, it's it's TikTok. TikTok is Live. It, oh, is it just TikTok? Yeah. And they just so some of them like recite things that are said to them. Others will just sit there and like make these like NPC movements. For hours, it's the like. I'm sorry, like I I am pretty liberal. I have a pretty open mind. You make money how you need to make money, but at some point, like, are you really contributing to society? Like, really, I think you're better than that. It's the weirdest thing. Four thousand bucks a day for some of those people. What? I, yep. I take everything back, John. I need you to be an NPC. <laughs> 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 that's that's pretty much all it is. How's everybody doing? <laughs> Excellent. Did you not get my reference about renaming our show? For real, I did not get your. I didn't get it at all. Well, the X what podcast. That? What's that? The X podcast. Well, I was making up some gibberish, but yeah, renaming Elon renaming Twitter to X. I did not. Get oh, the reference. <laughs> that was the reference. <laughs> oh yeah, that was. <laughs> If, it were, if we didn't have Elon Musk to embarrass himself on a weekly basis. I just don't understand. I, I honestly don't understand. That, that's like if if we bought PHP Architect and said, okay, we're naming it Cat Lovers. What? What? 
what? Why would we do that? It, it, it's just the it, oh. yeah. It's like so, champ, champ. I thought about say, saying Z, like we're we're renaming to Z, but that was a little too obvious. Some gibberish made way more sense mm. in my mind. It's the way I roll. Yeah. I, I I I don't even. I mean, if I cared more about Twitter or X or whatever the hell we're supposed to be calling it, I I might have more of an opinion, but I I, I really don't. I just love that he went from like metaphorically killing Twitter to literally killing Twitter <laughs> with an X across the eyes. Just <laughs> murder. I, who buys who buys a brand with the recognition of Twitter and renames it? It is the craziest thing. I mean, just the brand recognition. It yeah. is the craziest thing to do. Yeah. And he announced it and then did it on the same day. You're 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 gonna you're gonna either have to put a camera on that cat or <laughs> I'm gonna put a muzzle yeah. on that cat. <laughs> All right. Uh, Eric, how's your week? You start us off. You are the fearless leader. Yeah, it, it, it went well. Uh, back, back from Lyricon. You know, I, I we got to talk about Lyricon some more. I know we talked about it last week. We, we did talk about it last week. Way more than I thought we were going to with you kind of not being out. Or yeah. half being out. Um. But yeah, a good week. Uh, kind of getting back into the groove, fixing some things. Um, yeah, a uh, good week. I think so far. I I need to start working on. I need to pivot over to another project that I'm not extremely thrilled about, but and it needs to get done. Uh, it's this automation project that just numbers and just boring. But eh, I got to get it done. Yeah. Um, besides that, get it started. It gets I mean, up every week. <laughs> we got. Uh, we talked about. We talked. We, we got a few things accomplished this week. We all talk about maybe later, but I think yeah. that's all I want to share right now. What about you, John? Oh, it's been a very busy week. Uh, still trying to get the July magazine out the door. Got uh, it mostly ready to go. A uh, couple, you know, finishing touches that need to go on. I'm going to work on it. Once we're done recording tonight, so hopefully it will go out the door tomorrow. Um, outside of that, I've had a couple of big projects I've been working on. And one of them was just kicking my ass this week, trying to figure out. I had it working prior to me going on vacation. I come back and, you know, changes were made. I had to get it up and running again, you know, refactored to use some new things. But I could make it work locally. But because there's multiple systems involved, keeping everything straight in my mind was going just absolutely bonkers to the point where um, if I didn't touch it for a day or I, you know, I didn't keep track of what was on what server, things would just go haywire. Last week I had a demo to do, but because I think I brought it up last week, because I didn't get a chance to practice prior to the meeting, things were in bad states. One server was not on the right branch or something whatever, get through that, test this some more locally. It works fine. Put it into a CI environment and have QA test it. Nothing works. Like why, what is going on? Why is this not working? On top of that, trying to access the CI environment was failing for me. And then I'm trying to ask, 
DevOps, like, hey, how do I get on the server so I can check things? They're busy. They don't get back to me for 24 hours. So everything keeps getting delayed, right? Finally get access to it. Finally realize I want to com- communicate between these two services over a VPC, which works fine from my my house because I have a VPN into the VPC, but the CI environment, completely different region of AWS, Doesn't. no <laughs> VPC access. And it's like, but that's what the, that's like, <laughs> now I, I got to communicate over the public uh, internet and I don't want to, but all I, that I, just to find that out. I totally feel you. I don't, I don't remember if I talked about it last week. I feel like maybe I did, but uh, the whole, you had, you got something working and then went on vacation and some changes were made and things weren't working anymore. Mm-hmm. That, that happened to me. Like I, I worked with a developer to get a uh, uh, old, uh, in, or not an old endpoint, an active endpoint working with uh, a new application that they're building. And I go on vacation and end up going to Laracon as well. But uh, I'm watching our Slack channel and I'm seeing all this conversation about these changes they're making to my code. I'm like, why are you touching my code? It worked. And it's like nothing's working. And, and it worked. It worked prior to you making the changes you made to try and satisfy this too. Exactly. Exactly. That's, part of, it, 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 that's it why was, they get frustrating me. It's like it worked. How about you, Tom? How was your week? <laughs> your wife has a point. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, pretty good. More uh, CSS and JavaScript stuff, and long UAT days, and testing, and. Code review. Okay, a, so UAT, please explain. Uh, user acceptance testing. So one of our stages for any time we develop something now is uh, making sure that it fits the requirements of the person who requested it in the first place. So I, it can be product team, it can be data team, uh, you know, any number of people who make requests for things. Uh, and once it's been proven to them that it works, I know I. I don't what know. Do you, what do you feed, what do you feed that cat? I just <laughs> fed it five minutes ago. Uh, Are there so, no other rooms in your house it can just wander into? I'm just curious, asking for a friend. Another room, and it won't go in there because it wants more food. <laughs> so, uh, you know, testing and and uh, the thing with CSS is that it's like, well, this looks like it's three pixels off, which is the reason I don't do CSS um, because in the actual source code, it was in REMs, which are relative sizes to the font. Mm-hmm. And so I have to figure out now what's the, what's the base font size and what's the correct REM for 16 pixels. And why did it move everything? Like I moved a, an image in a word document and I just, so that's finally done out the door. Very happy about it. And then I get news that one of my fixes from last week has created a larger problem and has to be rolled back. Fun. Always fun. So rolled back my fix and now I have to get creative. You know, one of our big problems is we have some of these functions that are called for multiple reasons. Um, And the reasons they're getting called don't correlate to each other. You know, one of them wants padding of 15 minutes left and right. And the other one doesn't want any time padding at all. 
and the other one needs it padded, you know, 20 minutes after its schedules. So there's all this after we look it up technology, you know, techniques going on. And uh, the proper solution is purpose built queries, but that takes time because now you have to find all the places where the purpose is executing it and change those. And it's just headaches programming. You know, it's like, we love this job. That's why we do it. Right. Right. <laughs> Some, sometimes. That's <laughs> what my therapist tells me. It's, yeah. It's, it's what my wife tells me. It was just digging into the bot. Some I'm trying you, to remember you, how much of it I actually coded. <laughs> you, you could be a greeter at Walmart. I'm a you host be, name. You'd be an NPC. Just stand there and rock. <laughs> that's my, that's got, what I do all day anyways. You got the you got the words down. I don't know all of them. I I can't stand watching that stuff for more than like I, a minute. I, oh man, it's like it's like nails on the chalkboard. I yeah, don't understand awful. it. So bizarre, so bizarre. Um, all right. Although let's, I'm glad to see Mitch McConnell get in on it. <laughs> too soon, man. Too, too soon, soon for what? Too, too soon. What I miss? What did he do? You gonna say, are you gonna yeah, explain no, it? it? That's what he did. <laughs> it's in the middle of in the middle of a press conference and either has a stroke or some kind of massive cognitive he had he had an event of some sort yeah he's in the middle of a sentence and just stopped talking and stared forward for 19 seconds until someone realized that he needed to be rebooted bluetooth died yeah took him to his office and did whatever and then he came back and finished explaining how he's going to take away healthcare for everybody. Yeah, but but you know we we will all benefit from it. Yeah. Okay, let's take a moment and talk about something we do all benefit from: PHP Storm. Uh, do I do I just run this commercial, or do you want to? <laughs> yeah, run it. Tools that we use as PHP developers. I want to thank JetBrains and PHP Storm for sponsoring. Uh, PHP Storm is a cutting-edge IDE tailored for PHP and web developers. If you haven't used it before or it's been a while since you've last tried it, now's the perfect time to check it out again because it has received significant performance improvements and an expanded feature set. Curious to see if it's the right fit for you? Head over to www.jetbrains.com slash phpstorm to learn more and try it out with a 30-day free trial. Code smarter, not harder. Thank we need you, to redo that. PHP Thank Storm. you, PHP yes. Storm. Thank you, PHP Storm. I, I got to I talk agree. to the PHP Storm people. I got the little PHP Storm uh, elephant. Yes, we saw. Uh, did, did I show this already? Did I show you this to you, Tom? Showed it did you did, did, did you see it? Yes. It's got a it's got a mohawk, Tom. Yeah, Mine's hanging up behind me. So I I uh I got to talk to the PHP Storm team at Laracon. Uh, Nice people. Uh, they had a much uh, bigger team than at Tech for some reason. It was so weird. But <laughs> yeah, do you know what I found out today? It, it's it's little things like this makes me enjoy stuff. The new PHP Storm. Actually, you know what? I don't even know if it's the new PHP Storm. So I, I do the EAP uh, Early Access Program on PHP Storm because I'm like. You know, if I'm going to use this, I'm, I'm using Bleeding Edge. And I don't know if it's there or if it's always been there, and I just never realized it. But on the on the UI, on the new PHP Storm for sure, 
up in the left hand corner, it has a color. Like it randomly picks a color for your project. And you can actually go in there and customize that color. And it's like little things like that I love. So like all my PHP architect projects, I can make them orange up there. And, you know, my client projects, I can make purple or blue. You have to show I'm, me that because I, I have not seen that. I'll, I'll show you tonight. It's Last a, week, we, we talked about the usability or the, what's it called? The usability. Um, productivity. Productivity guide where it shows you what features of PHP Storm you're using and which ones you aren't that you may want to. And Awood's brought up a good point. You can get to those things multiple ways, whether it's through the menus or through keyboard shortcuts. And the whole thing is everything should be done through shortcuts. So it should keep track of how are you getting to it? Are you using your mouse or are you using the keyboard shortcut? And if you can see, I'm using, you know, I'm using this feature, but I'm often doing it not through a shortcut. Well, maybe I should learn the shortcut. I thought that was a great idea. They're called Vim bindings, John. Why do you keep saying shortcuts? It's so bizarre. <laughs> Idiot. I, I use those too, but but I also use a lot of the uh, the built-in uh, PC Storm shortcuts. I didn't point this out. Uh, th- this is this is a jab specifically at John, who uh, didn't didn't take care of his business partner at Tech. But I I I, I even things out at uh, at Laricon, our, our our friend with. Uh, Bondage to care of me. I was going to say, it looks like you just shaved an elephant. <laughs> I, thought that I, was... love the, I love the feet. Do, 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 do. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm, Are we, I'm glad he hooked you up. We're going we gonna to get a custom uh, custom elephant made for the next uh, PHP tech, John? Hey, did you see that our, our hard work at making this person famous, like how I said that, our hard work at making this person famous has gone explosive. Harry Mack got to uh, freestyle in front of Ice Cube. Yeah, right before Ice Cube went on Tucker. Tucker Carlson. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, was, yeah. that was great. No, but... I don't that, know what Harry Mack said to him, but he turned. <laughs> you could tell. You could... Obviously, we're fan. I'm, I'm a huge Cube fan. I, I haven't watched the Tucker Carlson interview. I don't know what that's about, but... And I'm not going to watch it. I don't like that guy. I don't care what he has to say. I'm sure Cube did the Cube thing. But uh, I'm a fan of Cube. Obviously, we're a huge fan of Harry Mack uh, here. Um, If you don't know who Harry Mack is, he's the person who does our outro song. And if you watch the live show, he does the intro song, too. We just play it twice for (laughs) for our our viewers. But, uh, But you could tell Cube was like genuinely impressed with Harry Mack and Harry Mack was, you know, was like a clear fan of cube. It was cool. Oh, I loved, I loved how he worked him into the rhyme. Mm-hmm. Like talking, to, talking about Friday and it was a good day. And yeah. Yeah. All the good, good old school references. Champ Tucker was canceled. Now he's on X.com. Right. Tom is it, yeah. it the only place he is. He has a t- pod. I swear to God, they'll give anybody a podcast. Jesus yeah, <laughs> that's. I you just the X thing just got to me again. It just it's driving me so crazy. <laughs> it doesn't Are, get better. Okay, we'll go to the, the, tuck, the Tucker thing. Person. Go to the Tucker thing then. Tell me more. I, I can't. I didn't watch. That's yeah, 
neither <laughs> of us is ever going to see it. Yeah, I don't uh, to tell you. Despite it being promoted by Twitter. Heavily, heavily. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, you I'm just, the thing about views versus impressions, that like if you scroll past a video, it gets a view automatically. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like Tucker's, Tucker's bullshit is viewed by almost everyone who's on Twitter. So it has this incredibly high view rating, but the impression rating is like 10,000 people total, which is like more than more than a minute of view time, something like that. It's bizarre. So, uh, you know what? I, I got, I got a, a ticket here. Oh, you look at you. You guys have been moving things over. Nice. Uh, I got a ticket here that I want to move over. I shared this with John earlier today. I mean, we have, I feel like I have a hundred seconds. We should probably just do it here. What do you think? Should I share this here, John? I mean, I'm fine with it. It's lead into it though. We, we've talked about PostgreSQL for a long time, Mm -hmm. but every time I've gone to use it, I never really see the benefit of it. Mm -hmm. And I know that I've had people in my user groups of the past that swear by PostgreSQL, but I never watched a talk or anything that made me think, oh, I need to use this. And Eric finds this video and it's short, but it's like, oh, maybe I kind of understand it. Yeah, I'm with John. I mean, I I was always the person. It's a relational database. I don't care. I'll use it. And then I had to administer it, administer a Postgres SQL database, which is very different than a ministering a MySQL database right. and then I ha- hated it again. But <laughs> but much like John, I'm like, I don't understand why people get so Google Gaga over Postgres. And I, and I watched like a couple of videos and talks on it. It's like, yeah, okay. It's like they, they had the JSON thing before MySQL, but then MySQL got JSON. So it's like, all right, what what are you what's what are you bring to the table? It's the bidet situation. It's a what? It's the bidet situation where people get a bidet and they won't stop talking about it to everyone. And you're have like, I talked to you about my bidet? I love my bidet. See, this is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, uh, mine too. It's the exact same personality type. This is like, no, I, I wash my ass with water now. Let me tell you more about how great that is. And I'm like, listen, I've got a solution. Oh wait, is that what we were supposed to use it for? I thought it was supposed to be like a drinking fountain. No, Damn, I've been doing it wrong. No, I've got a solution in place. It works perfectly fine for my needs. I understand that there are positives. Okay, we're not going to talk. Have a big conversation about wiping butts. I'm talking about Postgres. Oh, okay. All right. Perfect. Sorry. Sorry. I I I I stepped ahead of you. Let's watch this video real quick, and then we'll 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 talk about it. Are we going to like we like we can do this, right? This is not a. I feel like this is a thing, right? Yeah. Why not? All right. We'll we'll do this video real quick. Do that and let's do this. SQL, the most trusted name in open source relational databases. Its development dates all the way back to 1986 at How UC Berkeley under the direction of Michael Stonebreaker. Like other pure relational copyright. databases, it stores uh, that's my thing, right? Columns and rows like, and uses we're, we're trying to promote it. Like, this is a good one. All right, you got to be quiet. Postgres it goes fast. an object relational database, which means it can create its own custom data types to store objects with properties and support advanced features like inheritance and polymorphism. When writing data, it runs fully ACID-compliant transactions, but also adds its own special sauce called multi-version concurrency control, which gives each transaction a snapshot of the database, allowing multiple trans... All right, I'm sorry. Like, 
how has nobody talked about that before? Like, how is like, first like the object oriented piece of it super super cool? Like that alone, I'm like, okay, I want to try this. This here, this version data, it's like, wait, what? Wait, what? Postgres does this? God damn it! My MySQL does that too, though. That's what I don't understand. I mean, is, so that's like the the log, right? But if, no, 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 not the log. When when you when you start a transaction, there's a there's a history buffer so that everything else can read prior to that transaction starting. This one sounds like it does more than what MySQL does, but it's not like it's a new phenomenon. Gotcha. Okay, here's some more. Transactions to run at the same time without traffic jams or locks. Developers also love its extensibility. Queries can be reused by writing stored procedures, and it even supports languages beyond SQL like Python and C. And it has a robust ecosystem of extensions, like PostGIS to provide geospatial data for apps like Uber, or Citus to shard so, and distribute the database to any... That, that whole um, stored procedure thing is like, that's nothing new either, right? Right. 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 Writing store procedures isn't unique to Postgres. Yeah. I, I mean, even the, sh well, I guess sharding. Well, so so the sharding, like, that's not a Postgres feature. That's a right. service you, you built can, with Postgres. And you, I mean, you can do sharding with MySQL too. Right. But that's not the part where we keep saying, oh, that's kind of a cool thing. Uh, now I don't remember what it is, except for the object piece. The object it's piece, the, the the extensions written in Python and whatever mm. else I said. But like, why would you? Why would like? What would you want to write an extension for? I don't. That's what I don't get. Like, I've never used MySQL well, and been like, man, I wish I had an extension for this. That well, I I think what they're saying is like that geospatial piece is an extension. It's not so, built into. Postgres. That's yeah. That's kind of what they're saying is that like instead of having to install a PHP package for geospatial stuff, you just put it on the MySQL server. And I'm like, I guess my my MySQL <laughs> servers are already doing too much as it is. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but you haven't removed it. Yeah, I I should throw that's out a warning good. here, and may, maybe we'll fast forward a little bit. They do go, kind of dive into a little bit of a commercial. Um, but uh, I'll just I'll skip that so we don't take away any money from any them. scale or PG embedding to give AI chatbots long term memory. And the list goes on. Well, to get started, you can download and install it locally, or better yet, use a free cloud equal editor by custom data type. Postgres gets in front of on data types oh, as the structure of an object object relational database. Let's begin by creating a custom data type, which defines the structure of an object with corresponding properties and types. What's awesome about Postgres, though, is that we have more exotic data modeling options, like arrays can be used by putting brackets in front of a type, then make it a two-dimensional array by adding another set of brackets. Oh, that's we right. also have this JSON cool. data types to handle unstructured data, and even key value pairs with extensions like HStore. Yeah. Now that we have this custom type, we can use it within one or more tables, like one table for programmers and another for designers. Once the table is created, we can then use an insert statement to add a row of data into it. Notice the use of a double colon to cast a string into JSON or HStore types. And now finally, we can read the data with a select statement that uses dot notation to access the properties on our custom object. Every table has a unique primary key, and we can create relationships by storing the primary key from one table as the foreign key on another, like a programmer might own many Lambos. We can then find those Lambos by doing a join query that compares the programmer's ID to the Lambos owner ID. 
ID. This has been PostgreSQL in 100 seconds. Big shout out to. So, yeah, I mean. So, if you're DBA, then it allows you to have finer control over the structure of your database. But if you're in an environment like every environment I've been in that doesn't have a DBA, it just relies on senior programmers or a CTOs to handle database structure, then it doesn't provide anything new for uh for me because all that stuff the casting that's all stuff i deal with programmatically the uh array storage programmatically validation of data before i input it programmatically Uh, okay so so let me ask you a question then since you're, you're all about well i just handle that programmatically why are you not using document stores because then you can just handle everything programmatically. And I'm not being an ass, yeah. but like that that's like that's like to me, that's what a document store is. You're basically saying, okay, all data integrity is going to be the responsibility of the developer. No longer is an administrator gonna to to have some sort of gatekeeping capability for data integrity. Indexing for the most part. Um, but also I've begged at every company I've been at to use a data store and I've been told no. Every company I've been at. It's 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 a weird paradigm shift. Like if, if you don't have your head around it, I still struggle with it. But uh if you don't have your head around it, I I, I was like that. I'm like, I would why would I ever do this? This makes no sense. Now that I, I've used it in a few places, I'm like, why am I not using this more? Like this is so smart. <laughs> so and we're talking about I'm talking about data stores there, not Postgres. So I right. uh, didn't, didn't mean to. So Buttery says, doc stores are great if one only has one view of the data. And I'm assuming you meant almost like one table, but you can take multiple data stores and relate data between them. So it's not like solely document stores. And you can't say document stores aren't have no relation. You can still have a document and then have another document relate to it by ID. It's just not, there's no integrity checking to say, right. Oh, my user has to have an address over here. And if not, there's an issue or I can't have an address without a user, that type of thing. And it gets, it gets even more weirder than that because it's like, well, why is, why isn't the address part of the user record? It just gets weird, but yeah. To, to John's point, there's just no no uh, checking, and, and uh, coincidentally enough, this this was not pre-planned, but in ha- had had we gotten our shit together and gotten the magazine out sooner, we have an article in this month's magazine about Postgres by uh, our good friend Joe, Joe Ferguson. Ferguson. Yep, yep. Tonight, so, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow latest. I'm gonna say. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one too. <laughs> Have you guys heard about this fantastic new feature coming to PHP? Which one? I know everybody hates globals. I use them all the time. Everybody is going to love Glorbo. Love what? what? Glorbo? What the hell's a Glorbo? So with the You make this stuff up again? You know you get fact checked a lot, right? This one up. <laughs> Uh, so people got mad uh, about all the AI written articles that are coming out about gaming, speculating that uh, uh, you know just scraping Reddit, taking all of the comments and creating a an AI written article for their news site. And someone finally said, "You know what? 
let's just completely invent a new character for World of Warcraft and a whole bunch of new spells and techniques and stuff. And the rest of the gaming community took onto this. So now almost every game out there, every, you know, sort of like online game or, or, uh, games as a service game has articles about the new character Glorbo and how awesome the Glorbo encounter is and how the new techniques of sled diving <laughs> and jump scaring are the best techniques against Glorbo, the boss. <laughs> And that uh, the drop from killing him is the gold jangle and (laughs) the strongest weapons in the game. And it took about a day and a half for articles all over the internet to start popping up about techniques for defeating Glorbo and for uh, finding Glorbo in the map. Uh, So I can't wait until the PHP community gets onto this and starts writing articles about how to properly implement the new <laughs> operator in PHP. <laughs> see, see the, the, the AI, the AI thought it was this close to taking over the world, but they forgot one thing. Humans are assholes. Yeah, <laughs> we will fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a uh, Glorbo is a uh, secure globals. Uh, you know, it's like a, it's like a global constant. <laughs> oh, so, also, if we if we put uh, Glorbo in the title of this episode, we will gain an amount of traction you cannot believe. Like the YouTube, I it will be our biggest YouTube viewed episode ever. All right, everybody, start working a Glorbo title. Oh, we already got one. Run Glorbo, run! All right, uh, and of course it's Awards. Awards <laughs> is always there. Glory to Glorbo! Up. Ah! I gotta have like a Glorbo PHP spin on it. Come on, get, get PHP in there. Glorbo PHP. Yes, Glorbo's ugly. The Glorbo operator. The Glorbo PHP operator. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> I I know it's not PHP related, but I just love that as as great as we, you know, as much as we hype up this AI stuff that's helping us out and doing great work, it, it can is be sabotaged. Hot. Well, with uh the PHP Storm AI plugin that they released with the uh, newest EAP. JetBrains AI. Yeah, JetBrains AI, uh, Copilot, stuff like that. Uh, they're they're great. They're helpful. They're wonderful. But uh, but AI can be poisoned, too. And this is the perfect example <laughs> of a community poisoning an AI data set just <laughs> to screw around. Seven Turtles doesn't work for titles. <laughs> and, you, and you misspelled elephants. Yeah, where did you learn to spell elephants? It's PHP. Always, it's always been that way. Come on. Um, I said I wanted to get back to Laricon, and I do want to get back to Laricon uh, because, like I said, I have an interesting realization in that. But before I left for for Laricon, I think I told you guys that I had all sorts of uh, weird, like things started stop working in my house. Uh, my dishwasher stopped working. My air conditioning stopped working. And uh, you know what it would have helped with all that? What is I that? Honey Badger. And now, a word from our sponsors. <laughs> Classic Tom. That did look infected, however. You probably should have somebody look at it. Oh, hi! If you know me, you know I'm somebody who literally wears a lot of hats. I'm a podcaster, a publisher, and a coder. What I'm not 
is somebody who has a lot of time worrying if their site is giving their users problems. That's why I use Honey Badger. Now, let's be honest. Honey Badger is a sponsor of the podcast, but that's not why I feel good talking about them. I've been using Honey Badger for years and couldn't be happier. Honey Badger has a suite of monitoring tools specialized for developers. It's the only system that combines monitoring, uptime, and cron heartbeat monitoring into a clean, fast interface. Honey Badger offers a generous free tier, and with just two lines of code in about five minutes, you can start monitoring your application. Personally or professionally, it works for everybody. Honey Badger can help you identify and fix problems sometimes before the user even knows there's an issue with your site. And at no cost to, to sign up, it's literally free for peace of mind. So go to honeybadger.io and sign up for a free account today. What's going to hurt? If somebody asks you, tell them the Ugly Squad sent you. Now I got to get back to podcasting. I got these co-hosts I need to talk to. And they are co-hosts. I don't care what anybody says. I'm the host because I'm cooler than all of them. Thank you, Honey Badger. Guys, don't be rude. Think Honey Badger. Ugh. Thank you, Honey Thank Badger. Thank you, Honey Badger. Ne- need to make an amendment to that. Now I have to. Re- now I really have to re-record that commercial because we ha- were informed in our Discord that I think this week or last week, Honey Badger did away with their free tier. Wonk, wonk, wonk. No. Oh, no. Yeah, I have not confirmed this myself personally. But uh, I think it was in our herd channel. Um, so if you're a Patreon supporter, you get a special channel in our Discord called the Herd, and I think that's where the conversation was held. But maybe not. I don't remember. All right. So Laravel, Laracon, <clears throat> um, had so much to talk about with Laracon. Uh, and I, I, there are things I wanted to follow up on that honestly didn't like, I wasn't sure if uh, native PHP, uh, released their Linux version, their Linux build, the ability to build the Linux or not. They said it would be about a week. Maybe it's going to be a little longer, but I came to the realization that, you know, what didn't happen at Laracon, John? I can think of a lot of things, but this is going to be a spicy take. First off. If you went to Laracon and you're in our Discord, let me know if I'm wrong. I could have very easily missed it. There was no swag bag at Laracon. No t-shirts, no little doodads, nothing. You got nothing but a badge when you went to Laracon. Huh. Now, are we ta- are we taking notes? Is that what you're saying? This is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> zero people complained about it. And I'm not necessarily complaining about it. I, I kind of, you know, like the T-shirt as, aspect because, you know, you had a conference, you want a T-shirt. But I didn't notice. I didn't notice for, uh, like, two or three days. And then I'm like, hey, I, I forgot. Where, I didn't get a T-shirt. I'm like, wait, I didn't get anything. Wait, what the hell? Damn it. But nobody complained about it. There were no tweets uh, that I saw. There were no tweets about this. Now, Again, I could be wrong. If you're listening to this podcast, feel free to tweet at me and say, Eric, you idiot, the swag bags were in the corner or something. But I don't think there was a t-shirt or anything at Laracon. Just something to keep in mind because I know how much we spent on t-shirts and 
extra little things in our bag. bags, everything else that was in there. Yeah, dude, we have. I thought we had really nice swag bags for PHP Tech, but maybe swag bags are like a pre-COVID conference thing, and like we don't do them anymore. Like maybe we're showing our age by doing them. <laughs> you know what I did? You need a, a yeah, digital conference bag. You, you know what I did get at 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 uh, Laricon? Got a got a cold. Oh, hardcore! So we recorded the uh, the our podcast last Thursday night, which was the last day of Laricon. I had gone to dinner with a friend, and I had indulged in a few things: adult beverages, one, and a big chocolate milkshake as another. <laughs> Neither one of them sits well with me, but I'm like, hey, our flight is until the end of the day. I'll, I'll take the hit. I'll be fine. And so I woke up the next morning, not feeling 100%. That's fine. I kind of anticipated it. Took some aspirin, you know, did the things I needed to do. And like, I fell back, back asleep and didn't wake up until like 11 o'clock. And I woke up, I'm like, Holy crap, I think I'm feeling worse. So I'm like, man, I must be getting old. Like, I can't handle anything. I am not a chocolate milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, lactose for sure. Like 100 percent That's what I thought was going to kill me. And that's what I thought was the problem I was having. So listen, I want you to appreciate this. Uh, I am that guy, like Seinfeld with the black white cookie. I'm that guy. It is very important to me that I don't throw up. Like, I will go years without throwing up. I cannot. It's one of the things I can't stand doing. You've bragged about it on the show in the past. So I I, I can't do it. I mean, that's the only thing. Like, I, I kind of, I have a connection with Seinfeld. Like, the whole competition show, nope, did, didn't, didn't connect to that. I, I would not have survived that. But that, I totally understand. I'm on this plane. And I'm like, I'm looking at my current wife. And I'm like, I'm not going to make it. I'm going to puke on this plane. And, you know, she can look at me. Like, at first she was like, I, I, I think she was a little annoyed with me because, you know, we didn't do anything our last day. Well, it's, it's not usually flattering. Right. And and then, you know, I'm, I'm bitching and whining the whole time, like get, going to the airport and getting the plane. Oh, like, you're right. You know, and I'm like, I'm thinking I am not going to make it. And so that's when the current wife was like, you, there's something else going on. And I was sick for like two, three days after. And then I saw on Twitter a, a bunch of people from Laracon was like, all right, who gave me a cold? I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, I got a cold. And unfortunately, it wasn't COVID. Like, of course, that's the first. I'm like, that was the second conference I've been to. And I'm like, like, I go to a conference and I get COVID. I just knew it. I just knew it. I'm like, that's it. I'm not going to Austin. I'm not going to Austin. John going to Austin by himself. I'm not going. <laughs> but it that's... wasn't COVID. Yes, yeah. we were going to Austin. I, I, I like that segue there. Going to Austin in a few months. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are going to Austin. Uh, and we're going in official PHP architect capacity, which is yes. cool. Should print up some yeah. PHP Architect face masks. Hey, I I thought we talked about that for tech. Uh, we really did. We we had already like spent 
you know, all of our swag budget. But yeah, no, totally. Yeah. I think that'd also, be the good. fact that I'd been to a, a conference or two prior to that, and very few people were wearing masks, and there were fewer at tech than at the previous conferences I've been to. So you could you could see that it's been like falling off of people just they're not wearing them. It's not wearing wearing them in the stores. It's just and I'm not I'm not calling people out by name. I'm not going to call people out. But even the person who gave us shit for not mandating mask wearing was at tech, not at the conference, but at tech, not wearing a mask. I'm like, what? That pissed me off. I, I'd be all kidding aside. That pissed me off a little bit when I saw that. Yeah, when you, when we had a semi civil conversation and then it gets turned around in other media that we, that I was being unreasonable. Yeah, I agree. But speaking of tech, should we talk about tech? Let's talk about tech. <laughs> speaking Let's of talk tech, about tech, we? baby. Let's talk about you and me. <laughs> Uh, so Eric, we, we, we're having, we're having things worked on for tech 2024. The, the dates in that thing that you shared with me today are incorrect. So make sure that that is looked at. Yeah. There's a lot incorrect. In that thing yeah, I, shared I with agree. We have official dates. We have an official place, uh, share. Of course we have to share, right? Yeah. At this point, <laughs> So we we have Colorado settled Springs. Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs. <laughs> it is going to be at Tom's house. My house. In Tom's house. God, with a screaming so cat. Mean. With the cat. Keynoting. <laughs> <laughs> I so as much as Eric hates it, I love the Sheraton that it was at. We are gonna go back to the Sheraton in Chicago. Trust me, this was by no means not from a lack of me trying any other place. And we, 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 we did, we put out a RFP, a request for proposal from other hotels in the area. A lot of them couldn't handle either the size of the conference or the dates that we wanted or for whatever reason, it just didn't work. We turned down a lot that you know, it was just too far. You would have to rent a car because you you couldn't just take the train close by. It would have been mm-hmm. a lot worse. To us, the location it's at, you have free transportation from the airport to the hotel very easily. If you want to go downtown, you just take the shuttle back to the airport and take a $5 train to go downtown. Yeah, So easy. And uh, to be fair, it's not that I hate it. I just... I, I would rather it be anywhere else. No. <laughs> it's not that I hate it. And, and they were very accommodating last year last year. So like working with them, you know, it's it's and it did have that familiar familiar feel to it when, when yeah. I went to it. Uh Tom, I think I shared with you, uh, but maybe I didn't. I was really trying to get it at that hotel we stayed at, at in Louisville that one year oh like, yeah that would be perfect and so that was my big pitch first thing i think louisville might not have been the bottom of the list of, of places that people were interested in going to a conference but it was like the second to the bottom or if it wasn't the bottom and the hysterical thing about it is 
I didn't even think like the international travelers. Like, I went up to Derek from XD Bug. I'm like, mm-hmm. Derek, you'd, you'd go to the conference if it was in Louisville. And he looked at me and he goes, What the fuck is a Louisville? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the baseball bet. I'm like, Louisville, Kentucky. He goes, I, 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 I don't know where that is. It's like, Is that close? <laughs> And the, the the shame thing about it, and back me up on this, Tom. The shame thing about it is, if it was held there, people would have an absolute blast because there was it was so much fun. It was it was it, the, well, the hotel the, was the venue we went to wasn't the same hotel. Not 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 the not the venue. I, yeah. I'm talking about having the having the conference in the hotel we stayed at. Yeah, yeah, right. it's a nice place. It, it, and it was close to You're everything. selling it well, Tom. Well, but see, don't, <laughs> don't forget that there's also, like, the pizza crew. So, like, one of the tech traditions is getting... Uh, no, hot it's dogs. dogs. It's, yeah, hot dogs? Hot dogs. Sa- yeah. Sausage. Sausage. Sausage? Okay. And they do that They do that no matter where they're at. That's not a Chicago thing. Yeah. They do it wherever they go. Does Louisville have it's sausages? It's worse. Worst con. I guess Louisville first. Worst. Worst con, yeah. Worst con. They find them. They find them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, uh, Louisville was great. They they have that uh, incredible entertainment district. Uh, That's right, right, right outside the door. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just so fun there. All the, all the, all the. So those of you that wanted at Louisville in 2025, you need to speak up because we did a survey, and survey said nobody was interested. Chicago, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. Not only did Louisville not win, Chicago won by a large margin. To be fair, the the pool was skewed towards Chicago already. This is true. And we had this conversation and we understand this. So the the the, the survey was done by people who attended the conference. And we had a conversation of, okay, but who's not going to the conference because it's in Chicago? Where would they like it to be? And we're going to address that you know, maybe next year, but it's not like this isn't going to be a reoccurring thing. Like if we get settled in, there's no reason for us to change, change it up. Like after year two, year three, like I would say for sure after year three, it it would have to be something between us and the venue to change it up at that point. Because by that time we're so dialed in, you know, we're, we're like grandfathered in to costs and things. Well, there's also the, it originally moved away from there because it was there for years because of capacity. So if we keep seeing a, an uptick in attendance, well, that would like, be a good problem to have. Yeah, right. Really that that was the original reason for leaving that location. Do we want to share some of the details? Like we we need to share the dates so that people can get it on their calendar. Uh, we are, if you're okay with me doing that, I should check with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're we're looking at. April 23rd through the 25th of 2024. Not looking at that's what we signed. <laughs> so it's, that's, so that's, that's what's on the contract. <laughs> well, the what, conference, well, what was on that thing? That's not what they put on there? No, they put 24 to 26. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 23rd to, through the 25th. Gotcha. Uh, I look at tech as being a professional uh, conference, meaning your business should cover it. It should be on business days. You shouldn't be using your paid time off for it. If your company is making you use paid time off, send them to us or like, 
let us have a conversation that's that's just crappy we do uh, well it's not it's not crappy but we do want to help like mm-hmm. we want to help educate companies who don't see the value in sending their developers or their team not, they don't even have to just be developers i mean they're they you send your team everybody can benefit from this and we'd love to have those conversations with bosses and managers to see if we can't help help out with that uh yeah. another th- john and i are pitching some very interesting ideas with tech because like i said you know we really want tech to be more impactful not only to you know the conference but to php and so john and i have some things we're going to try to do but we can't talk about those yet but what we can talk about is breakfast uh one if you went to tech this year one of the weird things that happened it was totally on john and i we didn't even really think about it but there was like this uh breakfast buffet thing in the lobby of the hotel not lobby but the atrium area yeah. of the hotel and right at the it, bar yeah and it was like you know, like if you go to hotels you, know, you you see these all the time i mean normally they weren't as nice as this one but you see them so a lot of people would, we were, were going up and grabbing some breakfast and then it turns out it's like oh yeah this is not like part of the hotel you have to pay for this <laughs> and it wasn't cheap it was 18 dollars <laughs> no, for your it plan. wasn't cheap <laughs> yeah exactly I, I i walked up and the only thing on there that I would eat was the oatmeal. So I grab a bowl of oatmeal and they're like, yeah, you, do you want that on your room charge? I'm like, oh, okay. And they're like, we'll get you afterwards. And I'm like, I'll be over in the, in the registration room. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, we did have that was they included in bowl of oatmeal worth it. <laughs> so if you stay at the hotel in 2024, uh, breakfast is included. So, uh, hopefully, have a link up next week to uh, start booking that because you know you want to book a year in advance. <laughs> what, the hell you, what are you committing to here? What? <laughs> Eric's working on it. He'll have it done tomorrow morning, right after he's done editing the podcast. Yeah, that makes exactly. sense. That's why I'm the host because this damn podcast didn't get edited and published until I got home, sick as a dog, and did it, Eric. Man asked, can we get in the lounge in 2024? We asked. We did check on that, and they said no. <laughs> so the lounge is like the top floor thing? The, yeah. The top floor. Turns out that is for the if you have the Marriott Bonvoy points and you're a platinum member or whatever it is, then you can get in there. But, but you have to be a VIP, and they said, you're no VIP, Mr. Congdon. Get out of here. Yeah. All, all you're doing is renting out several hundred rooms for a week. I don't think yeah. you qualify. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so what, what's in the lounge? I was always wondering that. They, she's, they, they gave us the room. impression. Yeah, they gave us the impression nothing really. Like coffee and just like a lounge area for people to uh, sit around in. Ben, I remember that. We did go up there and you could just, we could just hang out up there. I wonder if it was one of the somebody in the group had access to it and they just let us in there it's i don't know if it was officially allowed maybe by or not maybe all right time to, be, time well, to become a vip in their lounge anyways you know who are vips to us who are our vips you you my lounge 
Oh, I'll be honestly completely drowned out by the music. That's fine. I, I didn't want them to hear that, anyways. <laughs> the, the, herd, the herd is our VIP lounge in Discord. Oh, I Just thought saying. you were saying they could come over to your pool and hang out. That was no, their nobody, no, nobody's allowed in my pool. You don't want to be in my pool. Trust me. I, I, I am. I, I, I have. I have done away with all my bathing suits. I have a very private backyard. So there's only one way I go in that pool. Stop. The way God made me. That's how I go in that pool. That's absolutely not true. I I happen to know God made you with one more testicle than you have. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks to all our Patreon supporters. uh, Uh, I get that joke. I have to do it. I have to do it. Yes, you do. Champ yep. is active in Discord, man. Champ, it's and he says he's going. He says he's going to Tech next year. Oh yeah, his well, he has to go. One thing, hello. Well, yes, he, he, <laughs> he has to be there beforehand or afterwards. <laughs> ben, you don't know what TMI is. If you'd gone to dinner with me in Nashville, you would. I would have just laid it all out there for you. All uh, did one you, of them. Did you? Did you invite him? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I do that? <laughs> to be fair, Nashville's his town. He couldn't have invited me, but he was too busy hiding in bushes. I saw you, Ben. Hiding in bushes. What are you talking about? Hiding from me. Oh, he doesn't like me. Don't we have stories? Don't we have stuff? To, have you have you seen the news about Stack Overflow? Are they renaming themselves to X Overflow? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> What, what what about Stack Overflow? So there there was someone on Reddit who was saying, well, you know, uh, Stack Overflow is just really low on impressions right now. Like the business is tanking and it looks like it's got something to do with ChatGPT because mm-hmm. people are asking ChatGPT how to do stuff and it's already scraped oh. all Stack Overflow. So it knows the answers. Oh, interesting. Um, but it turns out that's not really the case. Uh They've been tanking statistically for quite a while. Uh, so there's a uh, thread on this on Reddit. And a lot of the speculation around it is basically uh, this is the result of their their practice. They don't allow repeat questions. So you've got a question about PHP back in the 5.4 days and how do I do this? And the number one answer has a hundred upvotes or whatever, and it never gets updated to the newest version. The, the, the proper way of doing it on 5.4 is not the way you do it now, but it doesn't matter. You can't ask the same question twice. Uh, And along with that, there's a million websites that are scraping stack overflow. And when you search for a question about your programming language of choice, those come up first before stack overflow. So, their get their impressions are getting stolen because there's just John, so just scraping, scraping Stack Overflow for PHP. <laughs> Put it on PHP <laughs> Architect. So it's 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 interesting to me that their sort of business model is now killing them, uh, or at least harming them quite a bit. Uh, the picture associated well, it, with this shows that their traffic, which was at a at a peak in April 2021 okay. at 
over <laughs> like, well, it was over 20 million per month. And now they're down to less than 10 million a month. I mean, didn't Stack Overflow have a reputation of being a little toxic as well? Yeah, and that was encouraged by their policy. Is it online? <laughs> John makes a good point. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of uh, a lot of gamer mentalities on there, but the, their policies generally were like, yeah, if you ask the same question twice, make sure to call you know someone will call you an idiot, dumbass. Why didn't you look it up first? Uh, or if your answer is not optimal, uh, especially in the Perl and Python spaces. Uh, then you'll just Pearl get roasted. Dicks. Hey, and I, hey, and hey. when it first started, like if you gave an answer, uh, that was the normal sort of behavior. But it eventually evolved into this: like, don't answer unless you have the most concise answer. Otherwise, put it as a comment. And so, if you if you make an answer that's not what people want, they want you to make it a comment. They just roast you for it. Hmm. I mean, you get yelled at. I, you know, I, I honestly don't know the last time I I legitimately used Stack Overflow. Because you're right, Tom. Right. Like if, if I look stuff up on Google, even before chat GPT, if I look stuff up on Google, I, I seem to always be taken somewhere else than Stack Overflow. I often end up on Stack Overflow, but I'm not well, the, use Stack Overflow to search. It's just whatever comes up. Yeah, the, the Laravel stuff very specifically goes to uh, the Laracast forum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of answers are there. Yeah, uh, that makes sense, right? I mean, that's where well, the Laracast the Laracast forum is really nice because they implemented a "this is the answer" functionality. So you know, you get a bunch of comments, but the first comment that shows up on a question is the most upvoted or most popular comment, or the accepted answer by the person who posted it. So you get a lot of value out of it. Um. How is that different than Stack Overflow's upvoting? The it's not completely populated with assholes, and people aren't. I, fighting. I, I, I read a couple of them. <laughs> people aren't fighting over internet points or awards for answering the most questions. Or it's Stack Overflow is is a rough place. I wonder what my clout score is. Speaking of internet points. Is that still a thing? No, of course not. I, I hope not. Oh, so I'm sure someone bought it for a half a billion. You named and it X. It's, yeah, it's called well, X X Clout. And now you gotta look it up. No, it doesn't look like it's a thing anymore. So dumb. I just don't understand it. What's that? Elon Musk is just so dumb. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's I, I got I got a non-tech question. In, in <clears throat> this is uh, this is our Discord's chance to really participate because they really haven't been doing anything this entire show. Uh, so <laughs> really want to see some input here. And, and I'm most curious from out of country, out of the U.S. Uh, people. Uh, buttery, really, really curious about how this is in Japan and anybody from anywhere else, uh, if you have some input. What is your, it's getting out of control for me because it's just getting out of control. I, when you, when I travel, it seems so much more noticeable, but what is your all's opinion of tipping? Oh, like America is like one of the only countries that does it really. 
And I've heard that in the past too, and I find that hard to believe. But it'd be interesting to 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 get some validation on that. Um, yeah. So the, the so here's the thing that frustrated me the most, uh, and it it's it happens all the time. It's like I uh, I order something, I go there, I pick it up, and I bring it home. But when you pick it up, they're asking for a tip. I'm like, what did, what? You, I'm not using your facility. You're not waiting on me. You're not cleaning my dishes. What am I tipping? It's like you, you. I paid you for the food you cooked. Get a livable wage. You know, it's just like it drives me nuts that everywhere you go, like there's there's this implied you're going to tip us, right? And you you go through the drive-through, and then you feel bad if you don't. I'm getting over the feeling bad. I really am. It's it's taking me a while. And keep in mind, listen, I tip well. Like, if I sit down in a restaurant and I get good service, I tip well. My my current wife, or my wife at the time, used to complain about my tipping habit. And I flipped the script on them. And now my current wife is happier with my tipping. But I uh I tip I over tip and I'm okay with that. I don't feel like I should have to, but I know it's a shit situation they're in and they're doing their best. I am one of these people, you don't give me good service, I'll tip. I'll tip whatever the expected minimum is because again, you're in a shit situation, but you don't give me service, you ain't getting extra money. But if you don't give me any service, don't ask me for a tip. Just don't. It oh, it drives me nuts. To be fair, when you set up your point of sale system, it's a one-stop shop. So it's not like when they print out the receipt, they can say, "Oh, this is a to-go order. We don't print out the tip portion, but for people sitting down, we do." You're a restaurant. The tip thing is just part of the point of sale system. We just have all become accustomed to seeing Oh, there's a line for a tip. If I don't, I look like an asshole. So I'm going to yeah. put it on there. Interesting. But, that, but says, that's good. I was gonna say that that's just America. Yeah, I say buttery says uh, UK. You uh, tip on extremely good service, particularly if you are a large party. That's another thing. If you have a large party and you don't tip well, you're you're the asshole. Like you're the asshole in that situation. And there's no two ways about it. You have a large party. You need to factor in that tip. Matter of fact, a lot of places will factor it in for you nowadays. Japan, he says, no tipping whatsoever is actively rejected if you try often. I assume he meant to say offer. Uh, although in some bars, there is a culture to buy the bartender a drink. Oh, that's interesting. I'm not sure it's good business to have your bartender <laughs> wasted as hell but uh that that's interesting so this is uh, th- there's a couple things here about the tipping do you know what the federal minimum wage is for a tipped employee no oh, i i know what it was many many moons ago i don't know what it is now two dollars and 13 cents it's the same that as that is bullshit still how, no how do we allow that how do we allow that as it's crazy uh, Colorado, the tip minimum wage is $10 and uh, something cents, but not at Casa Bonita. Casa Bonita, the world-famous restaurant in Colorado, 
which was purchased by Matt Stone and Trey Parker, reopened this year with a $30 minimum wage and no tipping. And that's how it should be. Yeah. I mean, really, this is like, like, I think there's by more privileged people, there's this thought of, well, this isn't somebody's real job. This is like extra money they're, they're doing on the side because they're going to school. They don't, people don't understand. Like, this is how a huge amount of people in this country make a living. And the fact that we, we, oh man, you, you're going to get me on a soapbox about this minimum wage thing and I'm going to, I'm going to lose it's, my shit. No, it's, it's so crazy. Um, and, and could you imagine making $2 and 13 cents an hour and getting one of those, uh, religious pamphlets that looks like a $20 bill? Oh, I would. I don't even know what you're talking. I don't even know what you're talking about. But that, yes, I, that makes me no, mad. Just I haven't seen it. it either. But it's common in Texas. I've seen it a lot from Texas. That I'm it looks surprised. like a twenty dollars bill, but when you unfold it, it tells you that the true tip is to uh, know Jesus Christ, love Jesus Christ. Yes, and it's gotcha. insane. Like it is an insane way to treat people. I do not understand it. But, yeah, yeah. That, that's just a rant of mine. And, and again, that Reddit um, subreddit, uh, am I the asshole? Like, that's how I feel. I'm like, am I the asshole for thinking this? Because I feel like I might be, but at the same time, it's like, no, I don't think I am. So I think it's important to know the law for the state that you're in. Um, so it, it varies by state, but, uh, you know, Texas. But you still have, you Texas still have that. Oklahoma. You still have that whole you're supposed to tip 15% whether they're making $2 or $10 or $15. Yeah. That, that percentage is locked in your mind of minimum 15%, mm-hmm. but we all do 20, 25%. And mm-hmm. it's just crazy. So interestingly, interestingly, California does not allow a different tipped minimum wage. So every employee must make at least the California minimum wage. What do you mean? I, I do, they got to make fifteen dollars an hour or whatever the minimum wage is now. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. That's because that's our that's our state's minimum wage. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and that's the that's the other thing. Like a minimum 15, wage 50. is a minimum wage. Like it can't be an exception for oh, if you get tips, you can have a lower minimum wage. You're defeating the purpose of having a minimum wage. It's oh man, you're driving me nuts. I can't stand this. I can't stand that we do this, and and so many of those people are the ones who like vote for politicians who continue this cycle. And don't get me wrong; it's on both sides. Both parties do it. All right, yeah. it's it's awful, and the idea that the idea that McDonald's, which has one hundred and fifty two hundred customers an hour, would somehow increase its prices because it has to pay the four people working there an extra seven or eight dollars. It's just bizarre to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that argument. It's like, okay, you want everybody to make a $15 an hour minimum wage. How do you feel about paying $40 for a Big Mac? It's like, what, what's your math there? Like, yeah, am I the only one buying a Big Mac this, at this place? Is... Jeez. Uh, all right. That's it. Math that's is it. hard. You guys, that's the uh, title. Math is hard. Math is hard. No, it's got to be. It's got to be the Gordo. I'm not accepting any titles, but Gordo titles. Gorbo reigns. Gorbo. That's the only. I want. I want. I'm putting 
Thomas to the test as far as views. Thomas, Thomas is going to be watching this video all weekend just to get the views up. <laughs> he but guaranteed it, damn it. He did. He absolutely guaranteed it. All right. That's it for episode two, 345. Two, I'm Eric. I'm John. I'm Tom. Keep it Keep up. Keep it up, one, two, one, two, uh, coming off the top, y'all know how we do, listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish, I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric, yo, he's never on some average shit, you know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate, I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song, yo, shout the host named Thomas, cause he's never wrong, yo, shout to John, you know that he's smart and quiet, unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot, I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love me, shouts out to PHP, the ugly, it's called ugly cause it's not professional, but I'm about to come through and bless it with style, so let's do it when I'm spitting, I perfume the room, yo, the segment of the show is called doom and gloom, that came from Thomas, yeah, can nobody go beyond this, I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise, yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish, we talking about the PHP, the programming language, about to break it down, no exaggeration, what do y'all do for a living web applications, okay, I I can dig it, my words spray tight, uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights, yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude, I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube, so let's get it, you know my lyrics are major, all up in the comments, they got plenty of haters, but they doing what they doing, keep it ugly, we ending every show with the saying it's lovely, let's go, yeah, come on.